0: If you see me in your dreams, there's only one reason for that. The salvation of your soul is at stake. If you see me in your dreams, I'm there to remind you you can't keep living the way that you've been living. You're still drinking liquor. You're still smoking marijuana. Weed. If there's a mess in your life, it's time to clean it up. It's time to get your house in order. If you see me in your dreams, I was translated by the Holy Spirit in the dream state to warn you. I haven't fully comprehended that until today. And I should have had a grasp on it a lot sooner. Thankfully, the Lord is patient, but he will not toil with man forever. This life is but a breath. These moments are fleeting. Time is ticking. Years, months, weeks, days. Minutes, seconds, gone. Life is short. This whole thing is a test. Testing the hearts of men. What are you doing with your life? How are you living your life? Do you realize that this was a gift? What would you do with it? What are you doing with it? When will it end? So, yeah. I traverse dream state. It's weird because in this dream, I visited an old friend and it's so real that it is real. It's so real that this individual knows that I was there too. And he didn't want me there too long. But I know he had a heart, you know, because he he was kind enough to let me stay there so I could figure out what was going on. I couldn't really understand it. He asked me how I got there and I said, I don't know. And I'm like, I just appeared and this has happened before. And I was like, but don't worry, I don't want to be a burden to you. I'll leave. I just got to figure out how to get out of here. And I realized I don't have no money. I don't have a vehicle. And most importantly, I don't even know where I'm at. I don't know what state I'm in, what country I'm in. With city, I don't know any of these things. I just know that I appeared here and I was observing of things. I saw that you were drinking liquor. I saw the shot, ga- shot glass full of liquor. I saw the blunt in the ashtray. I saw trash and litter on the floor. I saw the cats. The cats kept messing with me. But as I was sleeping, I would wake up there, go back to sleep, wake up here, go back to sleep here in the physical, wake up there in the spiritual. You know, and I know your girlfriend was uncomfortable that I was there. She was wondering, like, who is this guy? Why is he here? You know, I was trying to figure it out too, but, um, you know, and then after several attempts of going back and forth, And me not being sharp enough to realize what it was that I was there for, what I was there to do. And I know that you felt like you needed to help me, but the truth is I was there to help you. I just wanted you to tell me that you're going to rededicate your life to Christ. That you're going to change your ways and be obedient to the Lord. Because kids are involved. You have children. And these children will be taken by the Lord. In the pre trib rapture. Everybody thought it was crazy, but in these later years of our life, we have to put down our childish ways and partying and drinking is part of the childish ways. There is a time and a place, I guess. Where one can indulge in wine and celebrate, not to get drunk, of course, but this is not an everyday thing, it's not an everyday occurrence, it should not be, it's time to be about your father's business, you was created for a reason, are you really, truly Utilizing the full extent of your reach to reconnect man with God, with his destiny. People look up to you, eyes are watching. What are you doing, brother? We're brothers. There's no judgment. We've all made plenty of mistakes here. But as the clock keeps ticking, we still have an opportunity to right our wrongs. We still have an opportunity to fix things before it's too late. And we have to do this. There's an urgency here. You know, the urgency to make it right before the vapor is extinguished. Before the smoke wisps away. We have time. How much? I don't know. Only the Lord knows that, but I can tell you one thing. There's not a lot of time left, if any. We're down to the last moments, the last seconds. Time keeps on ticking. One, two, Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It's gone. It's gone. Dead like me. Amazon TV series I was watching last night. But you know. Everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. And these reconnecting with old friends, that's not that's not a coincidence. There are no coincidences. There's no coincidences here. You know, today I was thinking people that have wronged me in the past, they don't even realize like what I've done for them. How much I've prayed for them. How much I've taking time out of my life to do stuff for them. It's never appreciated. And we don't appreciate the extra time that the Lord has given us here. The time to rebuild and strengthen those friendships, the time to forgive people and let go of grudges and bitterness. I'm all out of time. I have a clean slate with everyone here. I hold no grudges. I know people, they laugh when I fall. They laugh when I hurt. They laugh at my struggles. They scoff and mock me. I know these things. But I am immortal. And this life is but a dream, as the homie Prince Rasu said in his song. Life but a dream. It go and it's gone. Prince Rasu said his sign. It was deeper than music, y'all. I don't know if y'all really get it. I don't know if y'all understand the full totality of the Dream Team squad. Busy Bone. Josiah. Busy Bone. King Josiah. Prince Rasu and Ilion. There was something magical about that it was deeper than music the spiritual essence of the words spoken of the souls touched it's deeper than that that moment is gone take them crazy that's cool but do you know your Bible? Do you know that's a prophetic journal? It's all prophecy. That Bible is all prophecy. You, you want to tear down the King James Version because of his perversions and, and his mistakes that he made in his life that the bible was altered everything here has been tampered with everything has been tampered with i can't trust one soul's words here because we've all been living under the curse nothing can be trusted can be trusted but everything can be trusted because god is behind it that divinity that silver lining of divinity Of knowing it's going to be okay. Of knowing that there is a creator. One creator. There's only one. Everything else is created. There's only one self-existing, eternal, all-knowing, omniscient, powerful, God, Lord, Yahweh, Father Abba. And he sent his son, Yeshua, Hamashiach. Here to live out the Torah, to show us how to live a sinless life. But we all fell short. And he didn't. And humanity killed him. He was divinity. He was God in physical form. He could have prevented that. He could have said it wasn't worth it. Just destroy the human race. But he said no. He didn't want to do it. He asked the Father, this cup can be passed from me, please let it. He didn't want to do that. But he laid down his life for us, for you. And look how you live. You complain about how people treat you. How you did this and that for them and then they did this to you. Don't you realize all of these things, these occurrences, these incidences, all these falling outs, all these bitter grudges, these petty moments that you're having with other people here. What are you doing to the Lord? Yes. God is perfect. Everything he created, there's perfection in it. Even though the enemy tries to muddy that, the enemy tries to destroy that. Why did he create Satan? Well, he created an angel with free will. And it doesn't matter if he gave you free will. He already knows the end result. He exists out of time, space. He's not within that bubble. His creation is within the bubble if he wants it to be. Everything you're doing is being documented. Everything, every thought that you think, everything that you think you're doing in secret, He knows. There's no escape from God. What are you thinking? You think He doesn't know? doesn't matter what you do. He wins in the end regardless. You've been given a chance. You've been given an opportunity. And you're squandering it away. What's wrong with you? Are you really going to continue living in this state Of helplessness. Of unknowingness. When you really know. When your soul really knows. These words. Breaking through all those layers of mental resistance. Breaking open. Everything. To connect with your soul. To let you know. It's time to stop playing around with God. Stop playing these games. Stop it. Get the Bible and read it. It doesn't matter what people say. There's power in the living word. In the King James Version of the Bible. In Psalms. Don't be an idiot. Don't keep wasting time worried about all these stupid little things here. These things do not matter when you're dead. Who cares if you went shopping and got this and that? Who cares if you did this and that? Stop treating each other like they don't matter, like people don't matter. Who cares if you overextend yourself and they don't care? God sees it. That's what matters. It doesn't matter what man and woman think. I wasted my whole day yesterday. I don't want to say I wasted it, but I'll say that December 3rd, 2019 was the day that I spent doing things for others. Instead of doing things for me, I spent the full day of December 3rd, 2019. That day is gone for me. There's a lot of things I could have accomplished yesterday. But I laid down that day and sacrificed that day to help out my friends. One, there was a reward in it because it was a a good friend of mine and he deserved that day. He deserved that time for me. That's not a complaint. It was his birthday a couple of days ago. He just turned twenty-five. And he's got such a joyous heart. You know, he's also special needs. And I know that he will go up in the rapture. Actually, that's all we talked about. We talked about Jesus. And he was talking about he had dreams of Jesus taking him up to heaven. He has a girlfriend, she special needs. And I and he said that he loves her because she goes to church every Sunday. Every day she reads the Bible. She always prays with him. And she tells him about dreams of Jesus coming to get us. All I do is post dreams of children. I share these dreams. YouTube is slowly getting rid of all of this and filling it with meaningless stuff. We have a very powerful foe, a very powerful enemy. Work, working, working. So that. That day, yesterday, I didn't mind taking time out for my brother, Mikey. And for my other brother, Josiah, I can't tell you how many times he did me dirty in life. How he did me dirty with the Benz, my Mercedes Benz, very pricey piece of equipment that meant a lot to me. He let my enemies drive my vehicle. I never even received the vehicle again. His girlfriend was complaining about my vehicle being in his garage at the time that I was going through a divorce and I didn't have no place to live, and I was trying to find a place to put my things. And he offered for me to to keep my Mercedes in his in his garage. And then his girlfriend started being evil because I wouldn't do things for her because I was selling weed at the time and I wouldn't cater to her needs and she was doing things like ordering a bag and not coming to drop drop a bag off to somebody and then they didn't sh- they weren't there they was just wasting my time and I got tired of running around feeding they they needs. Picking him up to go do stuff, to go pick up drugs and pick up stuff for their kids. I've done so many things for his kids. They don't even realize it. They don't realize who Ilion was, who this guy was running around doing all this stuff for them. Two times yesterday, I stopped and dropped everything I'm doing to go take him to go grocery shopping. It was more for his kids than it was for him. And I seen the kids try to talk to him, you know, try to talk to, uh, his girlfriend's daughter like, Oh, hey, you got big. You should be a basketball player. She just gave me the thumbs up sign. I don't judge nobody. I don't judge nobody's kids at nothing. I don't care, but I just paint the picture for you that I understand when you overextend yourself and you break your back to do things for people and they spit in your face. And then they gossip behind your back and say evil things about you and tear you down. And then they go around other groups of people and they talk about how horrible of a person you are. When you really don't do anything bad to anybody. People use you, take advantage of you. And if you don't continue to serve them and continue to break your back and do things for them, if you don't do one thing for them. When they expect you to do everything for them, they unleash the wrath of hell on you. God sees it. God sees everything. He sees everything that you're going through. And vengeance is the Lord's. Jesus will take care of these things. He's not coming back as the lamb. He's coming back as the triumphant lion of Judah. He's coming to destroy. He's not coming back as the nice guy. Those days are over. He will curse those who curse me and he will bless those who bless me. And we not playing no more. I'm obligated to do what the father says. So if you ask, I will help. But if you curse me after I broke my back for you, after I sacrificed my life, a day out of my life, that's a sacrifice. I don't have to give that to you. I can give it to the Lord in many other ways. Yesterday, before I even received a phone call from Josiah to take him grocery shopping, I was in Subway. I walked into the Subway off of North High Street in Clintonville. And everything I do these days, I'm just at a super high rate of sensitivity. Because I'm walking with the Lord. I'm being obedient. I'm turning down offers to get high left and right. I'm turning down offers left and right to get drunk, to party, to sin. I've had people offer me schemes to get money, fast money. I said, no, I don't want to live that lifestyle no more. I'm a new creation and I'm going to start acting like it. I'm going to stop disrespecting the Lord and his house. He put us in in these fleshly vehicles. He gave us a place to live. And you want me to disrespect him? Never. It's not going to happen no more. So I'm in Subway and I want to go wash my hands before, you know, I order my food. And their bathroom is disgusting. But I had to wash my hands, use the restroom. When I was walking in there, I seen two homeless gentlemen in the back. And the one guy's eyes lit up when he seen me. And I'm thinking, first thing in my head, I'm thinking like, oh, man, I bet this dude's going to ask for money. Because there's so many homeless people. And I'm always getting hit up for money. It's never changed. This has been my whole life experience, you know. And it's like, yeah, I get frustrated because I don't carry cash on me, period. You know, but I'm like, what's the what's the pitch? I knew there was going to be a pitch. So he didn't say that when I first walked by, but the fact that his whole face lit up, I knew once I left the bathroom, this dude was going to approach me. So as soon as I left the bathroom, he stands up and he stands right in front of me and he pitches his pitch to me. He said, me and my friend, we have no food. I look back and his friend's eating a sandwich. (sighs) So I'm like, okay. And um, he's like, hey, honey, hey, baby, which I definitely felt was inappropriate for another man to talk to me like I'm a, a female, you know. But, you know, no judgment, right? We have to live the way the Lord wants us to live. So I heard about. I heard him out, you know, and um, I thought he was going to ask for money. So I was already prepared with the rebuttal, like, hey, I don't carry cash on me. But he didn't say, ask for money. He asked for food. He was like, look, we literally digging in the trash for food and we haven't had much luck today. And he's like, that sandwich you eating, that guy, that's what he found, you know. But we're hungry, so, you know, if there's anything you can buy us to eat, we'd greatly appreciate it. And I was like, yeah, no problem. I'll see what I can do. I didn't tell him I didn't have a lot of money. I didn't tell him that I was broke. I didn't tell him that I'm struggling to pay my bills. I don't know how I'm going to pay my car note, my rent. I don't dump my problems on anybody here. The Lord already knows my needs. The Lord will work it out. I need to do what the Lord wants me to do. That's the way it works. I don't test the Lord. I don't even have the conversation or thought with with God about that. I do what what I'm presented with. I do what is asked of me. I do what the Lord would do if he was here. If you ask Jesus for help. He's going to help you. He's going to give you something. He's going to give you prayer, healing. He's going to do something for you. And so I can what, I can only do what I can do. So I went to order my food. And I'm already thinking if their bathroom is dirty, I don't know how great their food is going to be. You know what I mean? I don't know if he, you guys are like that. If you go out to eat restaurants or whatever, but if, if they have a dirty restaurant, how how clean is that food? You see what I'm saying? It's the same thing in life, you know what I mean? If you see a dirty person, how clean is their house? You know what I mean? You get in a dirty car, how clean is their house? You know, how clean is this person? How clean is their, their thought life? How How much, how much righteousness and how much evil is in them? You see what I'm saying? Connect the dots. Everything tells on everything. People telling themselves all the time. So yeah, I ordered the food, got my food, and I bought them soap. But you know, if you're broke like me, Subway isn't, a a cheap spot to eat at really you know what I mean cheap spots to eat at are fast food spots where they got dollar menus there's no dollar menu at subway there's no quick little easy options to buy for these gentlemen you know anything they want there is going to be at least 5 6 dollars you know what I mean if you got money i guess that's not a problem but i live alone i support me and that's Hard enough. So I got them two bags of chips and some cookies that came to about $5. I could have ordered a personal pizza for them for $5. But it was so small. I don't know. I don't know. People get picky too. I've, I've gotten people food before and they threw it down right in front of my face. Because they didn't want that. <laughs> yeah. How ungrateful can you be? You know, if you're in a you're at a point of desperation where you would really take anything to eat and then somebody actually goes out the way to get you something to eat or drink and you just discard it in front of their face like it means nothing. OK, I guess they they made their statement. They would rather starve than eat this crap that you bought them. But I didn't create the crap. The manufacturers, these big companies, they create the crap, and they sell it for fifty cents a dollar. You want the real food? You really want to live? You got to spend money for, for food without all the pesticides and cancer chemicals in it. You know what I mean? You gotta go to Whole Foods and 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 pay the big money for the organic food that's pesticide free, cancer free. That ain't cheap. You know what I mean? We me and Joe Silas is there yesterday and everything was was super expensive. You know what I'm saying? But um <clears throat> yeah, you know, like i I do a lot, even you know, I do a lot for for that dude. You know, I always have. And um I, I see the good in him. Obviously I wouldn't waste the time, but in this life, can I honestly say that he's given me more than i gave him? No. Definitely not. As long as I've known that dude, it's always been me helping him. You know what I mean? It's always been him taking advantage of the situation. You know, I'm guessing as he's, a li- as he's older now, he gets it a little bit more. But, you know, even me taking him to work, you know, he's supposed to give me $10 for it. But that's not even worth it. It's not worth my time. That's gas money. It goes straight to the tank. All that. each time I get from him, that goes to the tank, to my gas tank, you know what I mean? But he's got kids, you know what I mean? So, and I already let him know, like, if if he's still partying and doing drugs and living that life, man, I'm gone. I don't got time for that. So if he do it, he got to hide it from me. You know what I mean? I already know his, his girls are alcoholic. You know, all she wants his beer or he wants his coat, you know what I'm saying? So whatever. I don't really care with these journals. This is in my life, you know what I mean? This is my online journal. Most people don't even know these people I'm talking about, which is fine. But there's messages here, you know, because everybody's going through it with different people. There's not one person that you know that doesn't have some type of crutch in life. You know someone who's smoking cigarettes? That's their addiction. You know someone who's popping pills? That's their addiction. You know someone who's addicted to pornography? That's their addiction. Everybody has something here because Satan is working on everybody. Satan knows everybody's weakness. And he's always going to try to bring you back to be a slave of one of these things. You're either a slave of nicotine, slave of alcohol, slave of cocaine, slave of heroin, slave of opiates. Pills, meth, whatever. You know what I mean? I, as I said before, and I met a, a girl that said her addiction was stationary. Never heard of that one. Her addiction was stationary. Every time she gets money, she spends it. What does God say you will be judged by here? You will be judged by the money. The money. This money that's we use in our society... That's what we, we will be judged by. What are you doing with the money? You don't realize that? What are you spending your money on? Oh, well, I got to get J's for my whole family. My kids need J's. My, my, my three sons need J's. And they J's got to match my daughter's J's. And they got to match my J's. So when we go take our family porches, everybody got matching Jordans. They on sale. Fifty, sixty dollars, forty dollars a piece. Better get them now, so I could stunt and everybody think, "Oh man, your whole family got Jays." That means it's seven people in your family. and You spent a buck fifty. Damn, you spent, you spent like psh, over a thousand dollars on shoes for family portraits. You will be judged by the money you spend. That money that goes so quick, what are you spending it on? Food? I'm guilty of that. Yeah, I might have kicked these other habits, these other addictions, but guess what? As soon as I get some money, ooh, I want to go eat here. Ooh, I want to go eat there. Ooh, I wanna go buy buy these snacks. I wanna go do this and do that. Oh, I need to update my house. I gotta I gotta Buy this new furniture, I need to get rid of this old furniture, clothes, it's materialistic, whatever it is, right, you spending that money on materialistic stuff, right, all that money that you spending is going to that, right, and you need to enjoy your time, you gotta enjoy your life here, right, it's all about you, there's this guy on Facebook, Bobby something, right, Initially, I added him because I thought it was one of my childhood friends, Bobby, this dude I used to um box with or whatever. It's not him. It looked kind of like, but it's not him. It's some other Bobby. And this dude's got like an online ministry. And one thing I noticed is every this dude's got like a thousand, probably 10,000 pictures of himself. Yeah, he's posting things about God with a huge photo of him. Every single post is a picture of him. I bet most of his followers are women. And now he's raising money to start a ministry. His goal was $1,500, but he's at like 3000 now. $2,700 or something. I just saw the other day. And I stopped following him, and I unfriended him. For one, I'm not trying to be on Facebook like that anyways. Like, I'm on there to share Post and you know, promote my online e commerce store, which is all about Jesus and healthy eating. But it's not like a real, real thing in mine. I mean, I don't, I don't, I've never made a dime for my store, I've yet to sell one product. This is probably, I don't know, my 500th attempt at trying to have a business that's never worked out nothing works out for me here FY, every attempt i've made in my life to do anything it's never worked out and it doesn't matter if i'm preaching god or not it just doesn't work out my music has always been spiritual it's, the music never was successful you know I, i've tried to do um like the acting and stuff, I try to make sure I pick roles and audition for for things that I feel like have a message, like my domestic violence commercial that that had some meaning to it, you know. And I was going through a situation at a time where I had to realize the full totality of the situation that I was in because, you know, my wife was cheating on me, my ex-wife now, and I threatened her, you know, I was like, When I catch you and him, I'm going to murder both of you guys. So she called the police on me, which she's never called the police on me ever. In the 13 years we've been together and we both had a lot of fights and spats, you know, on both ends. Her being aggressor, she she assaulted me one time. She threw a glass of a glass cup, but it was glass at my face. Cracked me in my face and um I kind of like went unconscious a bit. She hit me so hard and, and I, it cut me and blacked my eye. And she, she was doing it. I guess she thought she was being funny or something. I don't know. But um that's when I first met her father, really, and he was just laughing, like ha ha ha, ha. you yeah, and my daughter did you know, yeah, but your daughter was evil. You know what I mean, I mean, there was good parts to her, but you know she she did a lot of foul stuff, either way, I don't want to bash her, you know what I mean, she jumped into a new relationship, so I'm sure she's gonna have her own issues. I already know, I already know I talked to the Lord, I know the word, I know if you're living in sin, it's gonna be a rocky relationship. you know what I'm saying, but we just. We just need to do better, you know? We just need to do better. We have to 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 fully realize that in these last moments, you have to be in the Word 24-7 and know that even when you're in the Word, just know that even though you're in the Word, your mind can still get distracted. You could be in church and still having perverted and demonic thoughts. You could be reading the Bible and still be thinking about other things that don't even know what you're reading in the Bible. you could be listening to this podcast episode and be still thinking of other demonic stuff that you want to do when you get paid later today or whatever. Men's thoughts are continually evil. That's what the Lord said. That's what the truth. He said none of us are righteous. Not one. Not me. Not you. None of us. None of us can point the finger. None of us can cast cast a stone. We're all guilty of sin. It doesn't matter how somebody is sinning. We're all sinners. I can't judge anybody. These are just to let, these stories are just to let you know that nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. We all make mistakes, you know. Our salvation is in Jesus. And if we stay focused on God every day, all day long, there's a good chance that we will redeem our salvation. We will have the heavens will open up for us because that's how God sees that we're trying to stay focused on him. He's the light at the end of the tunnel. He knows we're going to slip, we're going to fall, but get back on the path. Just get back on focus. Get back on the word of God. He knows Satan is constantly trying to distract you. So he knows since you're flawed, you're living under the curse and you're an imperfect being at this moment, you are going to slip and fall off track. But guess what? He's there to hold your hand to get back on. And what do I mean by that? The word is still there. You can still have the Bible app. Even my my homie Mikey showed me on his phone. Hey, Illy. Illy, look, I still have the Bible app on my phone. He's got a new phone. But even in his new phone, he still has me in there. Saved under Illyone. A-E-I-L-E-O-N. he got my picture next to my name. I don't know how he did all that, you know, but It just amazes me, you know? He also had like a lot of porn stuff on there, and He's like, it's not me, it's my dad. (laughs) I'm like, it's okay, Mikey, you're cool. You know, certain like people with disabilities and special needs, they definitely have grace. You know what I mean? Like the Lord is very aware of who's, um, you know, accountable and who's not.